a podcast and pretends it's a girl on Tinder. <laughs> I can't say that because I don't have a Tinder. But... <laughs> well, as you all know, it's me, the cute baby face bear with no gross pubes on his lips. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> That's a hit at me in my beard. <laughs> Which I trimmed up. I think it looks very nice. It, it does. It's looking good. So, introduce yourself, my friend. Oh, yeah. I'm the big bad wolf. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a guest with us today. Uh, he is a friend of mine and uh, author of a new book called Spin. You want to introduce yourself? Hello, people of Baiwanios. I don't have a cool like animal nickname like bear or wolf. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I would be. You can call me Aardvark. <laughs> Aardvark. <laughs> or like uh, Fox. Nah, that's too weird. A Cougar. Snake. No, that sounds like an old lady. Snake. Oh, Mr. Fox. A snake. A snake. <laughs> uh, Chris showed me this video today of this guy pretending to be a snake. He had like a snake hat and he's like, I'm a snake. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I had never seen that before. I was surprised you'd never seen it. Like, Yeah. It, it honestly looks like something that, uh, that Moon w- will just randomly send me. Mm. She sends me random shit like that all the time. Um, anyway, we decided to do this episode here uh, with B. John Gully here today. I just said here like five times in that sentence. Throw another one in just for good measure. So here we here are. <laughs> <laughs> Today here being here with B. John Goli here. <laughs> and uh, full disclosure, Chris and I are probably going to complain a lot because it's hot in here. It's getting hot in here. So take off all your clothes. Anyway, the book releases on July 21st, and this episode will come out on the 18th, so we're just in the sweet spot of it. Oh, I you're wanna, right there. We're right there. I want to say this is also that joke, like, it's going to go over a lot of people's heads, like, because that's, we're getting I'm old. about that. We're getting old now, like, nobody knows what that song is anymore. Oh, She's getting on in here. You're right. That's from when we were in middle school, dude. Yeah. Today's teenagers, today's kids won't know anything about that song. Oh, they're not He's listening to this anyway. <laughs> Just kidding. Um. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so so the book. Uh, you want to give us a quick synopsis? Just you know, not not too many spoilers, but just so that people. Of course, know what of course. We're about. First off, happy to be here on Millennials. I'm a big fan of you guys. Oh, happy to have Thank you back, you, man. Thank you, Bear. Thank you, Chris, aka Wolf. Yeah. AKA <laughs> the guy who is here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the pubes on his face. Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> and you have me in all the way from all the way from Boston. I mean it's it's kinda hot here too, but I feel like not as bad as what you guys are getting. Uh right today is is uh it's like just humid because it was raining too. Yeah. Yeah, we, well we've been getting hot still, days with rain, you're, so you're still not convincing me to go to Ohio with this that description. Oh no, stay away. This place sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love it here. I like but, it here, yeah. But the humidity is uh, something new to me being from sunny California. Facts. Well, it's it's kind of new to me too. It's not usually like this. Oh, I just came here in the worst year. Yeah, like the yeah. worst snow, the worst, like, <laughs> the worst humidity. Yeah, it's been a pretty good year for you here. You brought the heat with you from Cali. <laughs> yeah, did. you did. I yeah. did. I brought the sun with me. I, I knew I was gonna miss it. Anyway, back so to hello, you. Millennials. Hello. Uh, I guess it's all. It's like millennials who are all by right. That's. Yeah, that's, that, that's exactly all it is. Every like, single listener. Every single listener, every single host, every single person <laughs> on the show right now. All by. Chris, never show this to your son. <laughs> <laughs> he was very serious right now. <laughs> I'm by furious. No, I'm <laughs> by no, furious. I'm, no, I'm trying to think of what it is because I'm pretty sure I am bipolar. 
<laughs> I'm B.I. Uh, John Gully. There you go. <laughs> By John Gully. <laughs> and I wrote a book called uh, Spin. Um, a relatively new author. I'm still kind of young. I'm 23 years young. Um, Spin is sort of my second delve into this whole like public sharing your work thing but in a sense it is my debut work or my debut uh, book print because lovely people uh from my home of long island new york a publisher called sign in unison was kind enough to take me on and publish my work spin and like bear said it's going to come out on july 21st in two forms print and audio now, the thing about the print is that it's cool. You can have a hard copy. You can read it. It'll be available on Amazon. It'll be available other places. That it'll be shipped right to your house. You don't have to see anybody. You don't have to talk to me if you don't want to. <laughs> but then, this is where I'm sure it'll get great for all lovers of podcasts. The audio will be available on podcasting platforms for free oh, and yes. feature none other than your favorite, Bear, as the <laughs> narrator of thank you thank story you. bear um was an easy choice for me to pick as the reader of this story um to all those who care to listen so on Accent july 21st listen to the audio and if you like it maybe you'll consider buying the hard copy of spin but you don't know what it's about yet so why am i <laughs> even you don't need to know what it's about just <laughs> just, just buy it. it just buy it this is kind of uh kind of late but I just wanted to say Dwight's second favorite bear. But. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I'm glad we had him on. <laughs> yeah, that this is the flavor that we were missing the last time you yeah, were on the, the show. The last time we, you, me and you talked, I was like, where's the riff guy? <laughs> That's me. That's you. <laughs> so Spin is about a politician a career politician. He's currently an incumbent mayor in his election year. But something that's really messing him up this election year is a severe fit of insomnia. Uh, this mayor cannot sleep through the night, can hardly sleep an hour through the night to save his life, and is starting to show in his public appearances as a politician. You have to be the face of your city, especially if you want to be mayor. Yeah, of course. During debates, he's coming out with bags under his eyes and with a dragged voice and he's zoning off because he needs sleep so desperately. At the same time, this mayor has a young daughter, about eight years old. Her name is Maud. The mayor's name is Nick. I don't know if I said that before. But who cares about Nick? Maud, <laughs> yeah, his daughter, <laughs> is eight years old. And like me when I was a kid and maybe like you guys when you were kids, she loves to stay up late. And to her, staying up all night is the coolest prospect around so when she sees her dad under, unable to sleep all all she sees is an opportunity to spend time with her dad to hang out to stay up late and to do fun stuff yep and that's pretty much all i'll say so you guys if you want to ask questions later uh, you can but that's all i'll say so far if that sounds interesting to you if those characters sound interesting to you then give spin a try and or don't take- Take it from me, not only because I, I, I worked on uh, on recording this pro- project yeah, as well, but uh, have, the story no itself is, is, is good. Like I, I really liked it. Um, your previous story, Inkless and the Inked, I, I love that 
that book, I, like I told you, I, I shed manly tears. Yeah, <laughs> that was that book. I but, like that uh, one too. But this one, I don't know. It felt it, it was it felt more. I mean, it was a little more uh, realistic, more uh, grounded to to yeah. our reality. And I want to I, yeah, I want to address that. But first, what did you say, Chris, about Inkos and Yang? Did you I shed manly tears as well? Yeah, twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Uh, I, I really it's, like that one too. It's uh. Cause I Alberto, he's actually like shared these with me. Um, got me to listen to it. The spin one, yeah. um, I was actually listening to it while I was working, and like I was, I was getting into it. Like I was, I didn't know how long it was at first. Like I just played it on, and then next thing I know, I was like halfway done with all my jobs, and I was like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, it's over. <laughs> like, yeah, and and it's a good sign when you can get invested in something. Um, especially for us, you know, we work with our hands. We don't have time usually to sit down mm. and read a book and stuff. So mm-hmm. being able to listen to it, um, it, it, it's, it's a good way to bring other people who don't normally read, mm. uh, to bring yeah, the story that was the to intention. Yeah. So b- before I talk about English thing real quick, I want to say thank you, Chris, for the, the manly tears. I actually wish I could have <laughs> send like a, a little messenger to collect them. Because they give, they give me energy. I wish I could drink them. You know, little, like Cartman in like South Park. Where little you... vials. <laughs> oh, your tears are so delicious. <laughs> we'll start. Uh, we'll start saving them. Storing yeah, them and then ship, them shipping them to me here in Boston if you could. There you go. <laughs> Do not drink. Speaking of which, uh, just a little, a little side note. Yeah. Uh, this this uh, Instagram personality. I think her name is Belle Delphine. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess she's a, a a Twitch streamer, and you know, one of them booby streamers. She she uses her assets to uh, get guys to watch her and girls and girls and um well i guess she started you, doing, she, she, she's Being known inclusive. as a yeah. sort of a, a meme girl so she's got a persona she's funny and everything so she started selling her uh her bath water <laughs> to, i drink her bath water <laughs> and that's the thing it clearly says she has a label on this it clearly says don't drink this because it's, it's bath water yeah and Jesus there's Christ. all of these things going on online about how like people are getting herpes from drinking the bath water and shit her bathwater? Yeah, I mean it's obviously fake, oh. but the, there's all this stuff going. On. And then this this one. Uh, you have to explain everything to me. This this one science. I just heard about it today. And this one scientist, uh, like, like he or like, just some guy who has access to a to a lab, he tested the water and he found that there are no traces of human DNA, being skin cells and uh, slight traces of fecal matter. There's none of it in the water, so she was never in it. Uh, so so just... he's demanding that people sue her for. Uh, for lying, pretty much about about what she's selling. Maybe so she's just sink water. Yeah, yeah, just sink water, just tap water. Yeah, maybe she, she couldn't even be bothered to lay in the water. <laughs> God damn! At least, at least brush her teeth in the water, right? Something, yeah. Just dip a toe in there. That's been her man. It's not. But, that's not even asking a lot for the people who buy this. I'd be pissed if I was. I mean, not that I'd ever buy bath water from a woman online. Now here's because uh, I was listening to a to a podcast and they were talking about this. And here's the question that they brought up that I, it got me thinking what you guys thought of this. So if you were to, for whatever reason, not that you would, you know, in, in, in actuality, but if you were for whatever reason to buy this water from her, because she sells them like in little like vials, would you want some water from uh, when she first got in or some of the middle water when she's been soaking in it for, for a little while already or some of like the bottom of the barrel stuff where that just give me that dirty water the dirty water the <laughs> bottom of the barrel is that what you would want that scum water like they were talking about having the the vials be labeled one two three four five so you know exactly at which point uh of soaking i want the water from between your toes <laughs> oh god 
See, this is the point in the podcast where you'd hear me accidentally drop a vial on the floor and it shattered. And you go, fuck! My number five! <laughs> oh, that's my favorite one! Anyway, uh, people, just so you know, after this, I will be selling uh, toilet water. So if <laughs> any of you are interested, and I will number the vials for oh, you folks. That challenge. You remember that challenge I showed you at work? Which, which one? The peeing challenge. Oh, God. The new peeing challenge. It's like guys. Talk about it. Yeah. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> um, there's guys basically, they're peeing in the toilet and they're putting like a the okay sign. They're peeing through the middle of the mm. okay sign. <laughs> There's like there's it starts off there's a couple of guys like they're just taking pictures with their hand and then the stream going through it and all of a sudden like there's a guy with both of with, his hands with both of his hands and then there's another hand there <laughs> and it's going through all three so you got a buddy to put his hand into <laughs> then there's one where it's like this girl with a heart and the guy's peeing through the heart and then next it's a dude just peeing on his hand <laughs> above the toilet and then after it's someone standing in the toilet and peeing on their feet. <laughs> So Thank God for the internet, am I right? Yeah. Right. We live. We truly live in a wonderful age. But I can guarantee that a copy of Spin shipped to your house will be cheaper than a vial of bathwater <laughs> or piss. Yeah. If it's not, you can send it to me. I will lower the price for you. If you, it's like you know what, like uh, Bed Bath Beyond does, or like find us a price, we'll match it or price lower matching. it. Yeah. Price. Line. I'll do that with Spin. Show me a bathwater vial that's less than ten dollars. <laughs> I'll match it. Hey, and if you guys really, really want it, B. John Gully will soak in the water with the book and then <laughs> mail you a soggy book. That might cost a little extra. <laughs> That's $20. Yes. <laughs> oh, we have our fun. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it's the biennial way. I didn't, I didn't come on this podcast to not talk about piss and bath water. I mean, you got to expect it. Yeah. You got to expect some sort of bodily fluid will be discussed. <laughs> this all happened because I brought up tears that I, I tried to make you guys shed by telling was, sad stories. I was trying to remember what sent us on his tangent. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> so, uh, I, speaking speaking of tears, I guess bodily fluid is the reason that we're friends, Alberta. Uh, yes. we I sent you English in the Ink, and it, it, it made you. It made it made me jizz a little bit, too. and then I cried. There you go. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Well, we were all but. jizz once. <laughs> <laughs> true. Very true. But yeah, Eagles Need, like you said, it was, it's a very far out there story. It's kind of Twilight Zony. Yeah. And Spin, um, I don't know what happened, but in the process of writing it, I felt it more grounded in reality than I was tempted at certain points to do some fantastical stuff with it, but it's almost as if, especially in the year of our Lord, 2019. Politics is stranger than uh, most fiction you can find out in the bookstore. What? Yeah, I know. Are you so surprised? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, at, at at certain points in the story, I was uh, I was waiting for it to take a turn into a more fantastical thing, but that's because I came with the knowledge of Inklis and the Ink. Mm -hmm. So I was expecting something similar. And... It didn't. It didn't do that. It was more grounded in reality. And at first, I was I was a little confused because I thought that I had you pegged as a writer. But then I was glad that I didn't. I was glad that it didn't. It never uh, uh, became that. It was something completely different from your previous work. So, do you have me pegged as something else besides a writer? I have you pegged as my friend. 
<laughs> well, Hold on, let me get my vial. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but you know, I, I thought that uh, that I knew your your writing style is what I'm trying to say between between uh the English between the button between yeah. uh oh the button too yeah yeah you have to listen to other other episodes if I want else to learn about that yep and uh, very very good short story by the way I really thank you. Didn't you tell me that you were working on a on a sequel for the button? Button part two. Button part two. Yeah, yeah. Button part two is actually out on my website right now, which oh, really? is bjohngully.com. Okay, I'm and gonna have to go I'm check just, that out. I'm probably just gonna add to the button periodically as people respond to it. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's interesting. It's just an interesting concept. A button that when you press it can instantly make you happy. Yeah. That every so often I think about and I have to play around with by writing a story about it. Yeah, no, I definitely. I I had never, uh, like, I I never even thought of a uh, of something like that being yeah. being possible. So when you told and me about it at first, I was instantly intrigued. That's so yeah, possible first off because the button is not uh, fantasy. It is it is based on actual psychological science yeah. that people can stimulate a certain area of your brain and make you feel pleasure and life satisfaction. Yeah, and second off. Speaking of things that make people happy, uh, the button, just like Inklessly Inked, is is free on the internet. Yep, I know that. <laughs> right on this site, if you wanna if you wanna plug your site, I'll uh, I'll also add it to the description at in the on the episode. He yeah, did, he did plug his site. You're right, you did. Yeah. Plug <laughs> it again, Chris. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. uh, sorry. <laughs> what is it? Bjohngully.com. There you go. <laughs> it's actually by John Yeah, get oh. it right. He's on the Bilennials podcast now. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, what if we change the name to Tangent Cast? Tangent Cast. It would definitely be more fitting. <laughs> so Bilennial slash Tangent Cast. The by Tangent Cast. <laughs> um, I I'm interested because I don't think we ever discussed, uh. During our, our many, many late nights uh, adventures. I'm getting a little into detail now. I thought this was private. Oh. Between, <laughs> between you and I. No, we never really dis- discussed uh, what sort of like made you write this, this story. Um, I mean, obviously, it's, I, I see it grounded in, in real people. Mm-hmm. You know, I keep up with politics yeah. here and there, so I definitely see some resemblances. But what made you actually write this? Hmm. So, it's funny. It actually started, I was on the subway in New York once, and this was during a time in my life where I personally, I think a lot of my stories are grounded in um, the theme of mental health and psychology because um, I'm through and through a psychologist. So, I'm not a doctor of psychology. I don't want to oversell myself, but mm-hmm. I have a master's in psychology right now. I'm a psychological caseworker up in uh, up here in Boston. And a lot of my stories have grounding in mental health, mental illness. And at this time specifically during grad school, I was suffering from just uh, aggressive bouts of insomnia, which were honestly driving me crazy. That answers one of my questions I was going to have. <laughs> yes, there you go. And during this time, it wasn't during a late night where I couldn't sleep, but rather the next day where I felt exhausted from lack of sleep from the night before, and I was on my way to school. And I thought about how much I hated staying up that late the night before and how I wished I could have just knocked out at you know, 11.30, 12 o'clock 
at any time before four in the, four in the morning. Yeah. And then I immediately had a flashback to when I was a kid, and I almost laughed to myself because I had then at that point this obsession with staying up late and trying to watch all the cartoons on Adult Swim on Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. staying up till six in the morning and then just standing up and like being ready to go to school and seeing that I guess it, a lot of it centers around watching cartoons. <laughs> seeing the early cartoons before I had to go to school in the morning and how I would struggle to stay up that late when I was a kid. It was almost, I was like fighting off sleep at that point. Yeah. And I thought, what an interesting dichotomy there where if child me could talk to adult me huh. about the lack of sleep, he would be like, wow, lucky you, you get, you're an adult, you get to stay up all night if you want and know like your parents can't stop you and, and you can just do what you want the next day. And meanwhile, adult me would look at the kid and be like, you dumb kid. I'd shake his face and be like, no, go take to sleep. sleep. <laughs> See, I, Store I it for even, later. <laughs> I never even considered that. Because as someone who also suffers from insomnia, oh. uh, just for uh, – I'm sorry. So Just so that you know, for full disclosure, I haven't slept properly in like two weeks. And I'm, the bags in uh. my eyes, I'm starting to look like a raccoon. And um, – <clears throat> but yeah, you're, uh, I, you're I never really getting into spin as a concept. <laughs> yeah, I, as a concept, I'm like the biggest fan. I don't, I don't want to get this much into it, but I am um, because and... you, you played Nick. <laughs> I yeah. played Nick and the audio book <laughs> and Maud. Um, you did play Maud too. <laughs> um, but I never, I never thought of it this way because when I was a kid, also uh, the same thing. I mean, Chris would come over and we'd play video games all night, and we'd knock mm. out. Around midnight, but we wanted to stay up all night playing games. Now, as an adult, it's nine p.m. It's like oh, I want to go to sleep, but I know that if I just if I go lay down, I'm I'm not gonna fall asleep. I'm just gonna lay there mm-hmm. awake. And as soon as I lay my head down on the pillow, I'm gonna be more awake than I've ever been, even though I was just falling asleep on the couch. Absolutely. And uh, I feel. And yeah, that that's just how I've been the past two weeks. So you mentioning now that it's uh it's the two. Like younger you uh, versus older you, like the, the two uh, mindsets on this same issue. Yep. It's uh, super interesting. It's something I never put together reading yes, it. Yes, sir. That was the initial premise of it. Um, conversation between youth and adulthood, and that escalated into other things as well. Um, in terms of relationships, in terms of naivety versus sort of cynicism, and yeah. the idea of making it a political story. Um, was secondary to making it about a man with insomnia. Yeah. But uh, the role that politics plays in this, I'm not a politician. I, my roommate actually is heavily into politics, works at a congressman office, congressman's office now and stuff. So we talk politics all the time. I, I like to talk about it, but I'm always interested in the lifestyle of a politician where there's the front that must be defended at all costs. Yeah. And I think to myself, imagine the terror of having to defend that when a personal life of someone is in complete shambles. And in Nick's case, Nick, the protagonist and the narrator of Spin, uh, I want to dive into that feeling of protecting the uh, protecting the front, protecting the image. Yeah, at all costs, even though, like you said, and his therein, life is in shambles. Thereon led to Spin. I'm not sure if political junkies will love it as much as just like character lovers will. I don't know. We'll see. Not many people have read it so far. Just critics and you guys. Yeah, and and as someone who I I wouldn't go as far as to say that I'm a political junkie, but I do keep myself well informed in, in what's going on and who's who and all that. Yeah, yeah. I really appreciated that you didn't go 
like super in depth on the political side of it. Yeah, you're just like this is who they are. This is what they do. Here's the story. The key there, the key that made that aspect work was not to make it about the president of the United States yeah. or the secretary of defense, but to make it the mayor of a medium sized city. Yeah. So where it's local politics and it makes it makes it sort of mundane in a way. But at the same time, nowadays almost no polit- uh, political action is mundane because in our what Dave Chappelle actually called it the age of spin. Mm-hmm. Sort of where the title comes from. Almost everything can be put out there and fronted in a way that it represents a cause or it goes against a a cause. Yeah, especially nowadays with uh, with social, social media. media. Yeah. It's, yep, uh, you guys got the the uh, information of of these people's lives is so accessible to everyone. And I mean, not not to mention also the fact that now in the age of the internet, people are finally starting like younger people are finally starting to realize that. The the politicians up in 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 D.C. they don't really matter as much to our day to day lives as the as the local politicians because these are the yes. people who are deciding what's going to go on in our towns where we live. You got that right. So stupid so. Parma and their pit bull ban. <laughs> yeah. If nothing I, else, I hope spin um, motivates people to actually realize who the mayor of their city is. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, maybe ask if that mayor is a person too. Do you know who mayor is? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. There is a I so should... small. You guys don't know the mayor. I don't <laughs> <Okay>. know. No. <laughs> <laughs> but in my defense, I haven't had to care yet because I still have a California ID. I can't sure, even vote. Sure. <laughs> don't get mad at it's, me. <laughs> so one of the uh, reviewers uh, on Instagram, these uh, there's a bookstagrammer community on Instagram where people. Um, they receive books, they read them, and they review them. They're a big community on Instagram, I think. Mm-hmm. One of them uh, is from here in Boston. I gave her a copy, an early copy of Spin to read. And she posted about it and gave a synopsis about how it's a politician struggling with insomnia, blah, blah, blah. And one of the uh, commenters um, was not very happy with that synopsis. She's like, I need you to explain this after the fact because – it seems to me like this is about a politician complaining about how busy his life is. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Jesus. The age of the internet where anything and everything will offend someone. Yep. But I wish I could have included that girl in Spin itself as a person to give Nick shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you definitely had some characters there to, to give him shit, but someone uh, who isn't in the know, I guess, would also have been an interesting take on it. Like just a just a citizen, you know. Yeah. Oh, and so. before we move on, I have to give props to you, our gracious host. Um, Thank you. Really took my story seriously and with a lot of care and passion when we decided that you were going to narrate it. I, I felt super honored when you told me. There's oh, a lot yeah, of characters in Spin, and there's a lot of eccentric characters in Spin. Like, oh, don't I know I, it? I think he's my favorite character. I really like him. And the fact that you created such distinct voices and personalities for each one of them, um, I think it's going to make the audiobook really something special. I'm almost, I'm tempted. I have, I want to tell everybody who I sell a hard copy to, like, dude, just listen to the audiobook anyway. Yeah. Just for the sake of the of the voices and the performance by you. 
<laughs> and from the music by uh, a friend of mine, Dan. The, yes, that, at the end, the music, that, that piano song. Yeah. Oh, Did you like man. that? Yeah, it was it was great. I I uh I was at work when when I first heard the uh, the audiobook version. Well, the the proof that you sent me. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus, that that I I I had heard the song beforehand. You had shown it to me, but where, how you placed it, it it uh it actually made me shed a tear again. And I was like, I'm at work. I can't let people see me. It's like, where's it are, are, aren't you like a mechanic? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. How do people feel? How do people feel about like just watching this dude work on their car and he's just sobbing in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like I just got a little bit of oil in my eye. <laughs> it, burns. it burns inside my heart. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it just goes to show you that that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I've never really been an avid reader. I've, I've mm-hmm. even back when I was in school, like I really struggled to pick up a book and read it. But this yeah. new th- this format of, of audiobooks, um, I'm starting to get more into them because since I don't have to sit down and read it, I can just play it through my earphones yeah. and listen to it while I'm working while I'm doing something else, and I still get the story and I get invested with the characters and everything. It's it's definitely a, a great thing that's coming out. Not to mention, Especially as a podcaster yourself. Not yeah. to mention, I have a. Uh, well, we have a listener who uh, she actually has a she's she's uh, visually impaired. I think so, I know who you're talking about. Is her name Son? Yeah, Son. Yeah, Sol, I do know. Sol Muro, yeah, she yeah she messages me after every episode and everything, just talking about what was discussed and everything. And oh, right um, and she's always telling me about how she really appreciates, uh, you know, the, the fact that that we're that this is a, a an audio show. It's not like a video and all that because she she won't be able to watch it obviously. Oh yeah, she, she I hope she enjoys the audio book. And I, I told her, I definitely told her about the audiobook, and I told her that uh, that I'm narrating it. So she's she told me to let her know when it releases. So Sol releases so July twenty first. Steer clear of it. Yeah, just so she can stay or... the fuck away from it. <laughs> no, yeah. I like I like the audiobooks too. It helps me a lot too, since I don't know how to read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's that riff guy. <laughs> You're fucking on fire today, man. <laughs> If he wasn't here, it would just be me and you, Alberto. We'd just be talking about like, oh yeah, this yeah. is really important. Just blah, blowing blah, air blah, up blah. each other's asses. <laughs> just yeah, exactly, and just putting people to sleep in the process. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. No problem. Okay. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, do you have a howl? I do. Don't you have it? Uh, I, I have to look for it. It's a, it's a, whole, <laughs> it's a whole thing. It's an app on his phone. <laughs> yeah. It's like it sound, sound effects like in podcasts, I feel like, are just excessive. <laughs> I agree, and that's why I use them as little as possible. <clears throat> I uh, I feel like when when the rare occasion when I do use it, it's that much more impactful because I never use them. True, yeah. <laughs> At one point, you should just bring in that horn that they have on like radio stations. Like, <laughs> it's the siren. Yeah. <laughs> People drive and they crash their cars because they think they're getting pulled over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so let's, let's go a little bit into, uh, the recording process. Just, yeah, I want to talk about this. Wait for this. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, uh, you know, obviously it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of hard work, a lot of, uh, of re-recording and re-recording of the re-recordings. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of late nights. Late nights. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, a lot of sore throats. Where are you going, boy? Mm-hmm. Oh. 
It's okay. Uh, let's just talk about how great we are while he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, he won't hear this anyway. Fuck <laughs> <Wait>, shit. <laughs> headphone, your headphones are all sweaty. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can have them now. Sweet. <laughs> They're better than my headphones. No, but... uh. But yeah, I mean, we we obviously had a lot of fun recording a lot of late nights, and it, it was definitely hard work. My voice was sore after doing all of the parts of one specific character. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure people will, will see when they listen. Which <laughs> yeah, one I'm talking about. But uh, but I gotta say that after hearing, you know, not the final final version, the proof that you sent me. After hearing that, I gotta say it was extremely rewarding hearing. Mm. Um, Something that come to life. Because as I was recording it, I knew what it was. I knew it was a story. But to me, it was just like it was work. Like I'm putting in work right now. Actually being able to kick back and and to listen to it was something else entirely. It it felt like it wasn't even me. I'm glad that, that that is what it felt like to you. Because of the countless hours that I spent editing that fucking story. It's painstaking. I, I know firsthand. I, you're lucky that I'm on this podcast right now and listening to your voice because <laughs> there was three weeks when I moved to Boston before I started working up here where I was just like, okay, I got to bang out this audiobook. And from nine to five, Monday to Friday, uh, sometimes sometimes overtime, yeah. for three weeks, I did this editing and was just constantly listening to your voice. That's crazy. Over and over and uh, and I have to first I have to give it to you. You did a great job well, thank playing you. all the characters, but a, a exceptionally well job playing an eight year old girl. Actually, <laughs> he, that's the one he practices the most. <laughs> Got the outfit in his closet. That's... <laughs> Stop revealing my secrets, damn it! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, B John knows that uh, whenever I, it was time to play uh, to play the eight year old girl. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I got to go get go the dress outfit. Up. Yeah. <laughs> get my pigtails. Yeah. No, uh, honestly, that was one of the more challenging. Little suction cup pigtails. Uh, <laughs> that was one of the more challenging voices because my voice doesn't naturally go that high. Mm. And well, the final version that you used for it, it's like, actually. Yeah, I had to like pull my balls up into my body. Yeah. No, but uh, uh, the final version that you used wasn't even the highest version of the voice. Mm. Really? Yeah, no. It was super high at first. It was really high. I wanted to make sure nobody's like windows got broken while they were playing it. <laughs> uh, that's a, that was a good call. Yeah. Yeah, because I I could I could uh, while I was recording some of those lines at first because that's a problem that we corrected pretty early on. But uh, while I was listening to, uh, or while we were recording it at first. I was seriously concerned that people were going to shut it off just because of how annoying she sounded. <laughs> when exactly so far the case with the reviewers, the opposite is true. People love Maud and they love Martin. Two of the most eccentric voices that yeah. you did. Yeah. Definitely the most Martin. physically Martin, painful. my favorite character. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, mine too. But, I don't know about you, man, but I look back fondly on the times that we spent recording. Mostly oh, because – so during the Inkless and the Inked, the way I recorded that was by like basically sneaking into my old college radio station with my friend Jack mm-hmm. <laughs> on the weekends. And it was a whole thing. We had to drive like 30 minutes to get there. Um, but this time around, I mean you sat where you are at your apartment. I sat literally here or back in New York in my bedroom. Yeah. And we – it was 
comfortable as can be. I, I was probably jerking for most of it. Uh, <laughs> I was too. <laughs> and then, so even if there were, in those cases, places where I was like, ah, that didn't quite come out right, or it kind of cut off here where I didn't want to cut off, we were able to re-record easily. All we had to do was just schedule a time where we could Skype each other and figure yep. this thing out. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was all a lot more painless than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Because, I mean... From the very beginning, when you when you asked me if I would like to uh, to narrate this book, I was super excited from the beginning. I was like, "Hell yeah, man! Like I love Dinkless, uh, I love the button, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel honored that you asked me." You were talking about it a lot when you first learned. Yeah, yeah. I was, you... I was I was I was telling I was telling people left and right. <laughs> I wasn't telling them like specifics, but I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna narrate an audio book." I was all proud of myself. Yeah. <laughs> Did you feel like you learned uh, some interesting? words and pronunciations in the process uh definitely definitely especially things with uh archetypes i learned that it's not pronounced archetypes (laughs) really (laughs) i had no idea hey chris uh, how do you say anxiety (laughs) anxiety i still don't hear it what did you say anxiety oh anxiety you say you pronounce it with an s anxiety (laughs) anxiety yeah it's anxiety anxiety I'm a snake. <laughs> so probably the funniest part for me was when we we met to do the or we skyped to do the re-recordings, and I had this like a list of lines from different chapters where I was like, yeah, this wasn't exactly enunciated right. Can you re-record it? And I sent him the lines, and we went on Skype, and then he said the lines that I sent to him, and I was like, this is unbelievable. He's making the exact same mistakes that <laughs> I like he's reading it the exact same wrong way that I'm calling to correct. I'm like, this is like uncanny. It's every single one. <laughs> it's just uh, his accent. It's, it's my accent. <laughs> it wasn't just the accent. It was like the pausing in it too. Oh, my weird Christopher Walken way of speaking. <laughs> Christopher Walken. <laughs> I, I uh, oh, channeled some William Shatner in there. Yeah. <laughs> There's something on the wing i'm struggling with severe insomnia yeah anxiety <laughs> i'm never gonna say anxiety again you just did <laughs> damn it burn but uh <laughs> don't say that you can say anxiety though i want to go that far that too <laughs> <laughs> i can say that word <laughs> Yeah, but uh, I mean, it's it's a. Uh, there was a lot of times where, uh, while we were recording, you were like, "No, no, it's supposed to be this way," and then I'd say like the. It, to me, it sounded the exact same way that you said it, and you were like, "No, no, no, say it this way," and I'd be like, okay, this way. No, 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 it's supposed to be this way. <laughs> it's like I, I don't know what you want from me, man. <laughs> Chris, now you understand why we were both drinking the entire time. <laughs> oh man. It's all right. But overall, I mean, like I said, it was a lot of hard work. But it was, uh, I mean, as a director too. I mean, you're you're awesome, dude. Like I, it took a few takes, especially because I apparently forgot how to read half the time while we were recording. <laughs> I, uh, I there was like the I would read like entire monologues mm-hmm. perfectly, yeah. <laughs> and then it was like there was one line. Let's just say like the window is open, and I'd be like the window is poked. The the when the window yeah, is it was weird. 
It was like yesterday seven, the window. Or, <laughs> seven or eight lines in a row, just pristine, just like mwah, like chef's kiss, perfect. <laughs> and then just like a one piece of dialogue. What's well, a? It's a practice that like, I mean, not in school anymore. So we like you don't actually like practice like saying the shit, you know? Yeah, like but popcorn reading. Yeah, yeah but but what what, I, what I'm saying though is that popcorn. I would have the the longest, most Boston. difficult, like yeah. piece of 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 reading to do, and I would say it without a hitch and, and it was the things. most simple sentence afterwards and i just yeah. couldn't get it out yeah. <laughs> and then when i finally did it, got it out i did it with the inflection it's like ha, i finally got it so i had to re-record it yeah. <laughs> success that was I mean, that was one thing i su- came across where success? i was like all right here's this line i'm like it sounds like a person who just got something right and they're like laughing at the end of it but it's supposed to be like a somber line yeah it's like oh yeah my dog got shot yesterday but i was like my dog got shot yesterday fuck yeah <laughs> Like the little air kick. Look what I can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like so excited to finally get this this super sad line out. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> that's something that uh, I learned something about myself throughout the whole process. What's that? And it's that I I want to do a lot more of this, a, a lot more of uh, narrating and then voice work and stuff like that. It's fun. Like even if Is I don't it? if I don't make money off of it, it's fun. Is and it different from podcasting, you'd say? Super different because podcasting, I'm just myself. You know, I, I, I'm recording this show and everything. And yeah, we, we have a thing going for the show. We have our sketches and we have our stories and everything. But it's still me. I think you're ready to play D&D now. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Don't they need a narrator in that game? We got one right here. Well, I'm the, uh, the dungeon master. Yeah. <laughs> same same thing. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm still myself in, in my show. But your book, it, I was never me. You know, I was always the narrator. And mm-hmm. even as the narrator, I was Nick. Mm-hmm. That's... And it was it was super fun for me to play other people, especially the more eccentric characters. It was super fun to me. And then hearing it back was so rewarding. Yeah. And yeah. I, yeah, I'm I learned. Glad, I definitely want to do more of this. I'm glad. And that'll be a, it's, uh, I probably have a little bit different format than Bilenio's podcast. So it'll specifically be on, um, for iPhone users, for on Apple Podcasts, and for everybody else, just go to SoundCloud. Yeah. That's where I mainly siphon my stuff. It'll you just have to search uh, B John Gully, and it'll be up there on July twenty first. It will. Uh, and then under that will be Inkless and Inked if you want to listen to that too. That's where that's I put one. all my raps to SoundCloud. <laughs> Are your raps? Yeah. Yep. I'm and then below me. that is my mixtape. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm yep. under the name of White Boy Wonder. <laughs> Wonder Bread. Um, just, just a, a little, a little side note. The first time that I listened to Inkless, at mm-hmm. the end you had that beautiful song uh, by by your friend. I forget what it's called. Uh, to the Moon or something like that. It's uh, Half of the Moon by Half Kristen moon. Kittles. Um, beautiful song. As soon as that ended, some SoundCloud rapper just started. No, <laughs> like completely ruined the mood. <laughs> And I was oh, just like, I, I do know that uh, at, at, as, as a note of it, I uh, told you to leave like 10 to 15 yeah. seconds of silence, complete yeah. silence at the end of it. Just so that, that really sinks in. That way, when something else plays, it, uh, you know, it's, it's whatever. You've already kind of processed what you just heard. Yeah, because, yeah. yeah, that first time, that first go around with Inkless, it was <laughs> oh, super, <laughs> it was like super, uh, like it was just out of nowhere. <laughs> like the, the I got, I got coming down. about that. She'd love it. <laughs> Tear was coming down, and then all of a sudden, just gets sucked right back up. <laughs> yeah, it goes back in. I start like, start moshing to this crazy the music. scratch record. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
reverse, um, reverse. Like, have you ever seen a uh, cloudy with a chance of meatballs? Yes. That that cop that starts crying. So so beautiful, a grown man can cry. He starts crying. He goes, "Get back in there, tear!" And his tear goes back into his <laughs> eye. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. <laughs> it's it's oddly hilarious. Like say, I went I mean, to the Chris, movie. Chris as a kid. Well, did you watch it with his kid? Or no, no. I mean, I, I watched it with. Uh, it was years ago. It came out when we were like fresh in high school. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, I I think it was the second one. I never saw the first one, and I went to go see the second one, and I was like, well, I don't care about that. I never saw the first one. <laughs> I was cracking up in the theater. It was so funny. It's actually a good movie. It's actually right. good, yeah. Yeah, yeah check my was, biases. I, I think I was your age when I when I saw it. I was 20, 23 years old with my age. girlfriend at the time, and it was just... Talking about that so was that funny. long ago. <laughs> you were 23 years old when you were a freshman in high school? Yeah. <laughs> got, got held back a few times. <laughs> I was older than my teacher. <laughs> Just this deep voice, like <laughs> it's like popcorn reading. Alberto, can you read the paragraph? Yeah. The shoe is white. Yeah, <laughs> doing algebra and shit. <laughs> one plus one is two. <laughs> I only got twenty fingers and toes. Hey, come here! <laughs> Start bullying the other kids. <laughs> Before we finish um, talking about spin, I have to include. There's one minor character that I want people to look out for in the audio. That was like one of my favorites that Alberto did. Where, um, so the mayor in this is a, is a Democrat. He has a quick, like, friendly conversation with a Republican colleague uh, in the book. <laughs> that was and also one of my favorite characters. Alberto, like, he came to life to play this guy. Like, <laughs> I felt like I was watching him over the computer screen, like, just develop like a southern drawl and like <laughs> like a cowboy hat started to appear just on appeared. his head. A mustache grew out of my <laughs> a big my handlebar. Got up and saw sp- he was wearing spurs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my chair became a horse. <laughs> <laughs> just started spitting out uh, chewing tobacco. <laughs> he just started cutting people's food stamps. It was crazy. <laughs> about the guy that I yeah know, like, no I I, this, but. I mean people will know when they get to that point of the book, but I I really channeled my inner Sam Elliott. Yeah, hell yeah. The one talking about the guy that likes to drink other people's water. Yeah, yeah, that guy. That guy. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you could tell, right? Yeah, yeah. To the point that that uh, that that John actually had to tell me, okay, less southern, less of a draw. Less... Yeah, like calm down, like you're not in the south. Yeah, put, put your sweet tea down. It's like keep, keep keep in mind, this is a New York politician. It's like, yeah. and I was like, okay, boy. <laughs> And that's oh. when I heard you just go, and then like, <laughs> spittoon, ding. Ding. yeah, like ten seconds later, the little ding. <laughs> we had that on on retainer back in the day. Remember when we made that video on the run? Yeah, we we used to make videos back when we were in high school, and we made like the probably the worst video where we're Mexicans running away from Border Patrol, and uh, <laughs> yeah. and Chris being white, yeah. he was like, "Oh, I forgot I was white." Yeah, I jumped over a wall, and then like it showed me later. I was like, "Oh shit, why am I running? I forgot yeah. I'm white." Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so we, uh, keep in mind, stupid, stupid teenagers, Yeah, uh, the, the super horrible video. <laughs> and, uh, so it, it was the point that we'd started disguising ourselves. Right. So I put powder on my face so I could pretend to be white. And then we <laughs> foot, foot powder, foot this powder, is, yeah. foot powder. <laughs> and I drew, Dude, how a... old were you? 23? No, <laughs> no, this was before he got 24, held back. Actually. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, we were like what, like like fifteen, fourteen, fifteen. Yeah, yeah 14, we were young. 15. <laughs> yeah, I just uh. So yeah, we th- there was this one part where we were just all standing outside of a garage, and then we all spit. And you hear the platoon ting ting ting. It's the stupidest thing ever. But I was watching this video the other day, and I was actually laughing at it. I was like, oh my god, all my cringe. Right yeah, here. That's that's no, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Send them all the video links. Yeah. Yeah. Is we that also, on YouTube? Yeah. It's it's the, unfortunately it is. We wrote a song about writing a song. <laughs> we're actually gonna remake that one. Yeah, we're gonna remake it and put it on the, the website. So you guys have been out this for a while. Yeah. Oh, Dude, yeah. We, we've known each other forever. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um Becca again, right before this last thing on, on spin, you talked about sure. your favorite character. My favorite character, which unfortunately didn't come through on the uh, on the recording, but the way that I was picturing it in my head was a super mi- super minor character. <laughs> at, at one point of the story, there's a, a bartender. Yeah, and he just keeps getting ignored. <laughs> and I, I appreciated just, I, that. I thought it was not- I thought it was so funny how he just kept getting uh, ignored because. I mean, maybe it just seemed that way to me because I was slightly drunk and I had to keep redoing the lines. But yeah, um, it just it just seemed to like he wanted someone's attention so badly, and he got super excited when someone finally asked for him, and then he immediately gets ignored again. Yep. And he's never named; he's just a bartender. And he's yeah. the funniest character to me because I have that memory associated. So and, uh, one of the reasons that I <laughs> had to decide to to do it this way to include an audio version, the same way I did with Inkless, is that I feel like. When you know it, it's just like me and you, Alberto, working out this story in an audio format, I catch things that I wouldn't otherwise if, if another person wasn't reading with me. That's one of the cool things about directing. You know, no matter how much I hate editing, I fucking hate editing. Like, I cannot <laughs> emphasize that enough. As an editor, I I uh, I'm with you right there. I fucking hate it. I oh, wish I could hire drives, an editor. It drives me insane. <laughs> <laughs> but that character, when we were recording. He had his funny parts, but you emphasizing how much um, he stuck out to you influenced me. I was like, you know what? I got to add another little, little <laughs> tiny part with him in there. And I did, and that's in the final print. And another little line. Yeah, it just, it's so funny. Just, and it's uh, like, the listeners probably won't think it's as funny as I did, but it's just, like I said, it's just, <laughs> it's just so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're just like a, like a sadist, man. Maybe. Maybe you just hate people in the service industry. It's like, yeah, get ignored, bitch. <laughs> sick fuck. I know how he sick feels. Fu- oh, that <laughs> that that line right there, the sick fuck. I, I do want to talk about that. <laughs> go go ahead, you go ahead. There's a certain Chris. There's a certain pause when it comes in. Would you agree if I was to call Alberto a sick fuck? There's a certain inflection. I say you're a sick fuck. Mm-hmm. That for some reason he just wasn't understanding. <laughs> so it was like. It was like 10 takes where it was like, you sick fuck. And I'm like, no, more of a sick pause. Fuck. And it might, he's like, you, you sick fuck. Like Borat? He did the Borat? Yeah, he did the yeah the not the joke from Borat. Not black. Martin, you're being a real sick fuck. And at one point, like I, 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 I said it. I said a line and then brought uh, uh, B, B. John Gully here. Stay- <laughs> he stayed completely silent. And I thought I nailed it, right? Yeah. And he was like, okay, go a little less dark this time. Because I was like, you sick fuck. Yeah, <laughs> you just, were. It's like, I feel like I scared you or something because you just stayed silent. Because <laughs> he got the pause. But at that point, I'm, I'm listening to him read it. And I'm like, this motherfucker's turning into Batman. <laughs> I'm 
like Christian Bale Batman. <laughs> like you look at look away and then look and he's wearing the Batman mask. Oh yeah. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Trade my pigtails for the cow. <laughs> Got the Batman mask with the pig- pigtail sticking out. <laughs> Still in the school dress. He'd rip it off and channel Maude at any moment. <laughs> yeah, and then he'd do that. And then he'd read Maude, the eight-year-old girl's lines, in a Batman voice. <laughs> yeah, just because you kind of break the tension a little bit. You know, getting yeah. tired, getting annoyed. It's like, okay, so here's this line. Let's just say, like, the, the, the flowers are pretty. So it's like, okay, read it as mom. Hi, Dad. The flowers are pretty. Yeah, like, the, the, flowers are pretty. the flowers are pretty. <laughs> <laughs> like she's possessed by a demon or something. Exactly. Maude just turned into the girl from the uh, from the Exorcist. <laughs> oh man, yeah, we, we we got some some good memories from that. I would definitely do it again. I know that you say that uh that you're not sure if you you'll ever do another audiobook, but I'm I up said for that it last if time. you ever are. Yeah, you said that last time too. <laughs> uh, if you if you are ever looking for another person to pronounce things wrong and uh, <laughs> have weird inflections, I'm here for you. <laughs> if i don't hate your voice enough (laughs) it's a great voice well thank you i um just complete like not about spin but i actually did a a makeup tutorial for another friend of ours yeah i Uh, saw that (laughs) people loved that tutorial (laughs) and uh yeah i just i just want to put it out that just i did a makeup tutorial and people liked it and that really inflated my ego You can actually hear his ego growing as we talk. <laughs> as we speak, yeah. I can feel it in Boston right now. <laughs> so, just uh, uh, moving on a little bit, we can come back to, to spin, but uh, just, you know, we... We don't have to. I think people this was, get the idea. We knew this buy the was book, going to don't be... buy the book. Listen yeah. to the thing. It's yeah. free. Yeah, at, at least well. listen to it, but please support them. Uh, buy the book. Uh, do you want to say how much the book is? So it depends, actually. Mm. Um, if you're, if by some chance Bilennials has a listener in New York, where I'm from, so a listener besides me, except I live in Boston. Doesn't matter. I'm getting <laughs> sidetracked. July twenty first is the official release party of Spin, where I'll be selling copies and signing copies at a place called Jack Jack's Coffee House in Babylon. That's Long Island, New York. And that'll be ten bucks a copy. Oh, yeah. Right now, um, it spin is on Amazon for eleven dollars a copy. I don't know what shipping is. It probably depends on where you live. But the thing is, um, Amazon and probably specifically Jeff Bezos drastically un- underestimated <laughs> how many people would be buying spin. And they are now they're backlogged, so they don't have anything in stock. But if you order it, they say that they'll ship it between. At this point, it's between August first and August thirty first. Oh, is, they've narrowed it down. Oh, it's very specific. <laughs> <laughs> they've narrowed it down because last, yeah. last I heard you say about it, it was between August and September. No. Yeah. No. Last it was between July twenty third and like September first. <laughs> So I think they're catching on. They're like, oh, shit, people actually want this yeah. thing. <laughs> Get your shit together, Bezos. Also, this is the first time I've ever heard anyone pronounce his name. I always thought it was Bezos. It might be Bezos. I might be pulling a U on this one. Uh, 
<laughs> I might be pulling a Mia. Who knows? I don't care, man. You know, I'll mispronounce his name. Oily. He's, he's rich enough. Yeah, he's rich. He, he can afford to get his name mispronounced. <laughs> I have no idea who you guys are talking about. So. He's the, the owner and founder of Amazon. Oh. Is this a bit? Is this a bit, Chris? Do you actually not know who Jeff no, Bezos is? I really is don't know who he is. <laughs> yeah, owner and founder of Amazon. Uh, the, the guy who sends dick pics to uh to yep. his mistress. Really? Yeah. We did the story. We did. We might have. I think we did. I think oh. we did. Oh god. He he got caught sending. He was like like super boring. Uh, like he he's talking to his mistress and he was like, I just want to kiss you oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> i want to have I coffee that. with you and read the newspaper and plan with you yeah. it's like wow dude super sexy i'm glad chris is on your show because it, it seriously <laughs> he just adds a level of insanity to it very out of it's the like, loop on everything we did this story on what <laughs> our podcast we have a podcast <laughs> Pretty much. What's I'm it called? In, I'm in my own little world. <laughs> Wait, who's Wolf? <laughs> That's a cool nickname. Where did that goddamn Helen come from? <laughs> not only that? not only am I bipolar, I'm schizophrenic too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Multiple personality disorder. You, you, you speak into the microphone and hear your own voice in the headphones, and you think it's just one of your voices talking to you. I know a couple of them are Canadian, so. <laughs> Very polite voices. <laughs> so yeah, those are the two avenues. You can come buy one from me, and I'll write my name on it and a little note if you want. Yeah, uh, it's um, on Amazon, or oh, there's you can visit my website. We're gonna have a a private thing on there on my website, bjongula.com, to send it. Otherwise, talk to me personally. If you type in at three number three and Gully G U L L Y on Instagram and Twitter, uh, I'd love to have a chat with you. About spin, or about writing, about Eagles of the Inked, about how much we hate Alberto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything yeah. you want, and, uh, and dick pics too. I yeah, I know firsthand I mean, he I, sends those. I won't. I won't send you mine. But <laughs> yeah, he just, just has a collection. Has a little <laughs> bunch of. Different, I have a folder in my phone uh-huh. called dicks. <laughs> just a bunch of dicks. Here are your only dicks. Al- uh, only Albertos. <laughs> Here's your plate of well, dicks. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> uh, also, I just recently learned. Uh, thanks to your story, uh, by the way, I just recently learned that three gully actually comes because three sounds like B, and I was like, oh, and it just yeah, I just got that too. <laughs> thanks to my Instagram story. Yeah, yeah, your Instagram story learned me some stuff, and I was I just never questioned it before. I was like, three must be have some significance. That's most of my day every day is Alberto explaining jokes to me or like stories. <laughs> And you go, ah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I could see that. I don't know why I didn't see that in the first place. Because I don't pay attention. That actually happened by accident. You might have seen it for the rest of the story. But it changed because in middle school, I was three-leaf gully mm. because I thought it was Irish. Oh, sounding. yeah. But then I I, later on, when I got to high school, I was like, ah, I think I just sound like a pothead. <laughs> Even though uh, pot leaves famously have five leaves. Or seven. Just something. Doesn't matter. One, I took really? it. One, three. Oh. Doesn't matter. People saw a leaf and they're like, because <laughs> I took a poll on Instagram and it was something like 89%. I voted like, stoner. Yeah. You did vote stoner? Yeah. You You're part of the problem. <laughs> part of the problem. <laughs> I think I touched a pot leaf once. You <laughs> <laughs> Chris is like, what's pot? <laughs> No, he knows. He touched one once. Yeah. 
I touched that one. That's a pot right there. <laughs> I hate you. He literally pointed at my potted plant. He was like, that's a pot right there. Oh, <laughs> I man. hate you. <laughs> oh. Do you walk him home after the show? <laughs> I'm a big boy. I have Google Maps. I call him every morning. Make sure you put on your shoes. <laughs> You know, not to throw you under the bus or anything. No, I have a wife for that. She, she dresses me. She sets my clothes up the <laughs> night before. <laughs> throw me or him under the bus. <laughs> um, yeah, not to throw you under the bus or anything, but the last time you were on my show, when you told me that you were working on a new book, you told me you would send me a signed copy. So when can I expect that in the mail? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have your copy, so now all you have to do is send that copy to me. I'll sign it, and then Sounds I'll send it back, unless, of course, I forget. He's going to send you one that doesn't have typos. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be my copy. My copy with the typos. (laughs) Yeah, you have the early copy. I put up, there was a test link on Amazon that had an early copy of Spin that wasn't completely edited. It had like four typos in it. And I'm like, okay, I have this up, but I'm not telling anybody. No one's going to go searching for this book I haven't talked about yet. And I'm re- I'm recording with Alberto, and I'm like, yeah, I know it's on Amazon. Just don't tell anybody yet. You know, I mean, it's still just some test stuff. And then he messaged me like, yeah, the next day, and he's like, hey man, I ordered my copy, and I'm like, no, don't do that. <laughs> hey, I ordered my early copy, <laughs> my first edition. <laughs> yeah, he is thanks a dick. to you. Th- <laughs> yeah, thanks to you. Everyone has to wait until next year to get their copy from Amazon. <laughs> It's like, shit, we said the wrong one. <laughs> All right, my ego is sufficiently inflated. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad. You know whose isn't sufficiently inflated? Oh. Our BAMF of the week, which we haven't done every week or anything. But our badass motherfucker of the week. Do we start that was a that? good segue. Like, I... I feel like we have to acknowledge that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank oh, you. Good. Thank I wasn't you. trying to set you up. <laughs> <laughs> I just took it and ran with it. Um, we, we set it up. A few episodes ago, and then we never did it again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. So, so so here it is. Who is it? With a huge comeback, and we're not going to see it again for a few episodes, probably. Probably. But uh, Dr. Marijuana Pepsi Ooh. won't change her name to make other people happy. This is from uh, NPR.org. Marijuana Pepsi's mother told her that her birth name would take her places, and she wasn't <laughs> wrong. After a life spent being mocked for having an unusual name, the 46-year-old seized on her experience to earn a PhD in higher education leadership. Her dissertation focused on unusual names. Naturally. Mary J. <laughs> As of last week, Marijuana Pepsi is now Dr. Marijuana Pepsi Van Dyke. Pimpsy. 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 Uh, for her dissertation titled Black Names in White Classrooms, Teacher Behaviors and Student Perceptions, Van Dyke interviewed students and concluded that participants... Quote, with distinctly black names. Not that I think her name is distinctly black, but (laughs) (laughs) we're subject to disrespect, stereotypes, and low academic and behavioral expectations. Uh, This resulted in strained relationships, changes in uh, future career choices and self-esteem issues, spelling fewer educational uh, educational and economic opportunities for students of color. Uh, In school, Van Dyke says her name elicited the strongest reaction from white teachers, saying a lot of other people were thinking my mom was smoking marijuana and drinking Pepsi. (laughs) In the black community, we're used to having names that are more cultural. Again, not that I think marijuana Pepsi is a cultural name, but she asked her mom, who also gave birth to daughters Robin and Kimberly. (laughs) 
What the hell? She asked her many times about how she got her name. Uh, she just shared that she felt a kinship with me, and she felt like this name would take me around the world. Um, but yeah, I mean, mostly to Amsterdam. <laughs> mostly, yeah, mostly to Amsterdam. Uh, but no, wow, I mean, that's, that's all, all things like with the with the chips stacked against her. I mean, with a name like marijuana Pepsi, PhD. she actually got her PhD and she's making dissertations, uh, you know, studies and everything on on black uh, black uh, students, black cultural names and their effects, their uh, uh, the way that they affect their education and career choices and everything. So props to her. She that's why she yeah. is our Banff of the week. And, I wonder how uh, I wonder how marijuana Coke is doing. Oh, that, let's not speak of her. She just went to jail, huh? <laughs> she got she got busted for per- possession of marijuana and coke. <laughs> so, bath salts in people's faces. Yeah, yeah, just all the good shit. Uh, but anyway, that that was our badass motherfucker of the week, hmm. and uh, yeah, so good honor. A uh, round of applause for uh, Miss Doctor Marijuana Pepsi. Kind of reminds me of another segment that we missed today. What's on your mind? <laughs> <laughs> We talked about it from before the show, and we forgot to, <laughs> yeah. forgot to do it. Totally. Yeah, we Are totally marijuana did. marijuana and Pepsi on your mind? <laughs> Mar- yeah, marijuana and Pepsi. That's what's on my mind. No, uh, I, honestly, this entire week, I've been super excited to, uh, to to have you on the show with us. And um, I've, I've just really been looking forward to it. I told Chris that we weren't going to do like a full episode of stories. We're just going to get a couple of stories just to wrap the show up. Uh, but yeah, overall, I've been super excited and I'm super excited also for, uh, the book to come out. I want to hear what people are saying. So I'm going to be on the lookout for reviews and all that. For sure. For sure. So, uh, please, uh, you guys, if you, any of you have any questions for us, uh, or any questions for, for Mr. B John Gully here, feel free to message us. Feel free to message him. Uh, we'll put all of our, our, our plugging shit at the end of the episode and I'll put it down in the description. Any time of night. Even if it's not book related, if you just want to ask me, you know, like how to fix your sink, you know, I'll do my best. Yeah, he'll he'll tell you to throw a book down there. First, <laughs> first thing you do is you order a copy of Spin. Spin. <laughs> order a copy of Spin. Put it underneath. Let the water soak it up and sell it as <laughs> bath B, water. B John Cody's bath water. <laughs> t- yeah, oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Dude, any like wacky promotions are welcome. I went with my roommate to a spin class because I was like, oh, <laughs> a spin class? I get That'll it. make for a good pun. Do you get it, Chris? I do. Okay. <laughs> do, just checking. Do you like, I don't know how to just like tape it to your, your chest, like the book. Yeah. I'll just go to a <laughs> spin class like it. that. So, the only like, thing she didn't tell me though is that spin is really hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Saying that reminds me of a, a Halloween costume that me and my wife did one year. We went as Jack and Coke. She had a um, a Coca Cola shirt, uh-huh. but I didn't have a Jack Daniels shirt. I just had a black T shirt, and it was it was like the day before Halloween. We got invited to a Halloween party, so I went and bought a, a liter of the a bottle of Jack Daniels, and I just taped it to my chest to the party. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, man! It works. <laughs> it all works. Oh, but before awesome. we get too carried away, Chris, what's on your mind, sir? Yeah, uh, it's just getting ecstatic. <laughs> Actually, just alien, white, aliens, white noise. Yeah, aliens are on my mind. <laughs> aliens are on your mind. Yep. Well, well, let's let's not get too crazy before we yeah, ask. We're gonna get the, we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. What's on my mind? So. All right. right okay. Right. So, uh, uh, John B. John, Mister By John Golly, what's on your mind, sir? <laughs> Three. What's on my mind? Uh, let me think. 
So <laughs> not a damn thing. <laughs> yeah, more static. <laughs> My voice. Me, me and Chris are on the same same wavelength. <laughs> Just thinking about aliens. It's the aliens. They're they're <laughs> intercepting our thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> you know, know what is on my mind? I was working and talking to one of my clients, walking down the street, and this is a man who was formerly homeless and formerly addicted to drugs. He's doing better now. He's, you know, I, I was meeting with him to talk about his goals and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, man, I'll see you later. This is me. And I pointed to my car, and he looked on the interior of my car, like gave it a good look, and he was like, Jesus, man, <laughs> what do you live in there? <laughs> And I was like, I kind of cleaned it yesterday. I it was looking better. And then I went home and I was like, damn. <laughs> Got to reevaluate my life goals. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah. Some, some food for thought. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my work truck. I just cleaned it and it's already dirty again. Or like your wife's car. Actually, I cleaned that out the other day. Did you? It's not that dirty anymore. Good no. man. I don't. Good I don't man. have to step over mountains of random shit to get or in it. Anymore. Kids' toys, and stuff. yeah. Just, just. I mean, kids' toys are to be expected. I cleaned it out because we went to Cedar Cedar Point. Ah, gotcha. Well, Mr. Christopher, if you want to go ahead with your story, I have to do a thing. Hold on, let me put my phone down. Oh boy, aliens. <laughs> <laughs> for for audio listeners, he just put his hands up like that. Crazy alien guy from the yeah, ancient. I know the one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I kind of wrote a bit for this one, but as if I was like a, a guy trying to convince people that they're out there. It's like, Wake up, people! They're out there, and we all know where they're being kept. So to arms, all come one, come all to an all-out assault happening against those big brother bastards at Area Fifty One. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. There's an event going around on Facebook called "Calling for the Storming of Area Fifty One." <laughs> Happening Friday, September 20th. There's a plan to storm the gates. If there are any gates. I don't know. I, I've never been there. Um, of the Area 51 Air Force. It's a, actually an Air Force military base there. Or so they say. The, yeah, or so they say if it's even there. The tagline yeah. for this event is called Storm <laughs> Storm Area 51. They can't <laughs> stop all of us. This is, <laughs> all right, the, this is the part where I'm going to have you guess how many people are attending or interested in going to the public uh, Facebook event. Uh-huh. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, no, you're wrong. <laughs> 150. 150, that's it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, go, go ahead. How many do you think? 1,500. Well, when I first told you about this like three days ago, you were like, no, don't tell me. Talk to you about it on the story. I was like, yeah. I think I said up, up to about 250,000. Jesus. There's a currently 632,000 people. Oh, my God. Interested in going or going to this event. Jeez. They're gonna get shot. All I can say is yes, yes. They can step you, stop you all. Don't bet on yeah. it. <laughs> this thing has skyrocketed in popularity the last couple of weeks. When I first heard about it, like I said, it was about two hundred fifty thousand people, and I don't like that was just all the people invited, like not even interested. And then how I said earlier, the point, not even all the people on Facebook, because people are telling their yeah, friends pe- about this. People all are gonna show like, up. Jesus Christ, like <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. I'm not sure if it's a joke or not. But all the memes I've seen are fucking hysterical. <laughs> it's like, it's all, all about people getting shot. Yeah. It's a, an action plan. They have, like, Kyles who drink Monster are running straight through. <laughs> they have Naruto runners running around to the sides. There's a yeah, tagline, wow. like, their their bio. It says, if we all Naruto run, we can outrun all of their bullets. <laughs> <laughs> I was 
I'm still nervous for all the people that are going to that. <laughs> yeah. And if anything, I wish I could just divert them from that to just go to the spin release party. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you might sell out. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> hey, hey, I can't stop all of them. Yeah. <laughs> true. I definitely can't stop all of them from getting a copy. Jesus Christ. The, the, uh, definitely my favorite uh, of the pictures that, that you that you showed me. Is the girl on the couch? No, uh, it, it's it's a uh, it's it's that little kid with a gun and he's crying and it says when you when you uh, are stationed at Area Fifty One and see your friends are storming the base. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's, it's so Yo, man. Mean as hell for that. People are ridiculous. There's the one with the like the really tiny white girl on the on the the porn couch and there's like uh, five, uh, Piper Perry I believe yes yeah, the five dudes in the back it's like all 250,000 of us just staring at area 51 <laughs> uh. my other favorite one is the uh, it's the Lord of the Rings battle um, where they're like piling on the walls or whatever they posted yeah. like the all the orcs were area like the the Naruto runners and then the other ones were the area 51 guards the comment was you know they lost that battle right that they all died <laughs> <laughs> I also saw another one of a dude skydiving. He's like, me um, during the Area 51 invasion event actually surviving after everyone else is getting mowed down by the, <laughs> their 240s and saws. So, that kid's going to make it. Yeah. Uh, I, I seriously hope that no one shows up because people are going to die. There's going to be a couple people. And not only, I saw another one saying that the government can see this. They know that this is going yes. to happen. Yeah, it's on Facebook, you fucking idiots. It's like, you're not only telling them what you're planning on doing, you're telling them when and where. Like, morons. Yeah. Uh, well, nah, man, you can trust You can trust Zuckerberg. He's got your back. <laughs> he's got your back. He's a lizard man, so. He's, he's actually the one <laughs> yeah, who... Yeah, he, uh, he's actually... That, that's the thing that they don't understand, is that in Area 51, underneath the fifth basement... It's his family. He's trying to get him back. It's where the reptilians live, yeah. and they're just gonna eat all you motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, uh, moving on. Delivery services are quickly becoming the norm. I'm sure you guys have noticed. Yeah, I use them all the time because I'm too lazy to go out. <laughs> Same. Uh, between ordering a burger on DoorDash and a case of beer on Postmates, delivery services are starting to become commonplace in the modern world. I personally have an idea of a, of a new delivery service where instead of getting food or booze, you can get correspondence delivered. Huh? Uh, yeah, like, you know, things like letters and bills. And uh, maybe we can we can sell advertised space and also deliver flyers for stores and stuff. Uh, people could even have a special box outside of their homes where these items would be left instead of you know just throwing it on the doorstep. Dude, that's fucking great. That's that's just an idea. Just something I'm workshopping. You should market this. I, I, I think it. I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm putting a. a Trademark on that idea right now. No one take it. Anyway, uh, Bira Moretti is an Italian beer company owned by Heineken, and they've started a new temporary delivery, temporary for now, delivery service in an effort to, quote, bring people together around the dinner table. This new delivery service is called Deliver Anona, uh, which will let people rent an Italian grandmother to cook for you and your family. <laughs> Oh, my God. The the granny will arrive in a Moretti car, packing everything they need to make a traditional Italian home-cooked three-course meal and serve each course to guests at their own dinner tables. Spicy meatball. (laughs) The company also says, uh, quote, for aspiring chefs, the knowledgeable uh, Nona will also be on hand to share traditional skills and best-kept secrets during the evening to help guests recreate the dishes for themselves at home in the future. 
the service is only available in London and, Bright- and Brighton, uh, UK for right now, but might come around later on. And, you know, this isn't the only strange service around right now. I, I got interested started looking for some other <laughs> services just-, just to see what else was out there. Like the mail? Um, no, that's... Oh, sorry. How'd you know I was going to call it that? <laughs> <laughs> This guy's just spilling secrets out spilling of the air. Secrets. Jesus, man. Aliens. <laughs> Aliens. Um, for example, there's a service that allows college students to rent a mom to cook and clean for them, along with doing laundry and grocery shopping. Uh, you can also hire your own group. For of other perp- stuff, too? Oh, oh God. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> as long as you film it, it's not illegal. I can't believe you. St- oh. <laughs> You can also hire your own group of personal paparazzi to swarm you when you go, you're out and about taking pictures and asking you questions and stuff, which is something that I should do just to kind of boost the show's popularity. That'd be pretty good. Or something that you could do for your for your uh, your book signing event. Just hire your own paparazzi. <laughs> my personal and my favorite own grandma and my own mom. And yeah, <laughs> to cater the event <laughs> and the cleanup afterwards. Oh my god, that poor Italian grandmother c- catering to all these people. Not only the, the guests that are already coming, but the six, uh, 630,000 that are going to go after Area 51 fails. And the and the, the paid paparazzi are going to want to eat too. Yeah, yeah. true. Jeez, yeah. All, those, all those meals. Oof. Uh, my personal favorite of these services that I, that I found is uh, there's a service that uh, allows you to mail glitter to your enemies. <laughs> like a glitter bomb like they open it and, yeah. and, it'll... and it just explodes puts glitter all over the place that reminds me of a great story that uh, actually we met him at uh harbor freight remember that guy that came in i was talking to when we went to harbor freight uh i don't want to say his name but he had like a beard and he said he just got married i, I don't remember you don't remember oh okay he was a glitter bombist no 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 not <laughs> a glitter, glitter bomb. bombist this is way better the glitter bomber so this guy like um i'll say my old boss he's pretty cool guy um <laughs> he got tired because this guy would always like he'd always like go to the bathroom or like he'd call off whatever like one day he just like kind of left on his shift and like just let the shift got screwed over so what my ma- that manager did was there's this website where you can send people a bag of gummy dicks oh <laughs> so he sent them a bag of gummy dicks and it was the greatest thing ever that's awesome he got so pissed, like he was trying to like sue him and stuff, but there's like no way to trace it back to him. So. Yeah, and and it's just dicks. Yeah, the bounds of self service and service to others know no binds, man. Yeah, no, not at you all. Can send anything. Yeah, Italian grandmother. I'm in trouble. Bathwater. Mother. Bath. Hey, the bathwater. <laughs> well, uh, Chris just checked his phone and he said that he's in trouble, so it might be time to start wrapping this up. But before we go. I, I do have one last thing that I, I kind of uh, want to say. It's not a story or anything. It's just I, I figure since we're talking about uh, about your book, you know, you're an author and you wrote a book, Spin. It has something to do with politics. I could say a, 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 a story that has somewhat to do with politics that I found online. And I got to mm-hmm. say this, this author, um, they go by the Sea Queen Zero Zero. On a, okay. on just a website, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read you guys. It's a very short story. It didn't look short. <laughs> it's it's pretty short. Um. Okay. I gotta I gotta get in my narrator voice for this. Oh, here we go. Get get all just, up in the just microphone. don't ask him to say anxiety <laughs> or sick fuck. <laughs> sick fuck. <laughs> Overlord Trump looked out the wide arched window at his empire. Coal factories billowed smoke from the long spires that rose out of their inky depths. My voice cracked a little bit. 
He could hear the distant screams of the poor as they rich beat them with gold bats impaled with diamond-studded nails. What are you laughing at? The story. <laughs> you know, I'm just the greatest. I'm greater than great. I was born into greatness, and greatness was born into me. I'm so great. I know that was a terrible impression, but uh, moving on. The great orange one whispered to himself, <laughs> tapping the fingers of his hand implants against the window pane. <laughs> the contact left grease smudges tinted tangerine on the clear surface, and he desperately wiped them off with his suit sleeve. A door quietly opened and closed behind the circle office as Overlord Trump banned the concept of the Oval years ago. <laughs> And a timid voice sounded in his left ear. Mr. President, the voice began. I have some business that I'd like you to attend to. The voice trailed off, and Trump knew immediately who had called him. Pence, you're weird. You're weirder than weird. Weirder than those weird circumstances that named me dictator of Trump-America. But your little altar boy dick feels good in my bum-bum hole, so I'll let it slide. Weirdo. (laughs) Mike's breath was heavy against Donald's neck his breath hitching and his pants tented against Donald's back. Oh, Father, please, take me, Father, for Jesus. <laughs> Christ, man, I'm not your Catholic whore. Trump turned swiftly so that his fur cape swept behind him. Due to the differentiating size between the gremlin and Mike, Pence had to bend down far in order to be face-to-face with his lover. I'm a gay boy. The queers deserve to burn in hell, but my sweet lord, is it worth it to be loved by you, Mr. President? Trump sighed deeply. Even the overlord Trump was sick of Pence's obsession with burning the gays. Turn around, you undercooked clucker. I don't want to have to look at you when we touch ourselves to each other. Oh my god. Pence did as his master bade, the long striped suit pants falling in a heap around his ankles. Donald buttered up his willy as much as he could, but Pence's little tight baby boy asshole just wasn't doing it for him. The Does great orange going, one Chris? decided to yeah, head to his he favorite started, sexual fantasy. Oh, Ivanka. No. Not at all. Trump felt all four <laughs> centimeters of his manhood harden, becoming like a pin tack of love. Pin tack. <laughs> he was Huge. proud to say that of all the Trumps that had come thus far in life, he was the best endowed. <laughs> you know, a long time ago, I said if you weren't my daughter, I'd have my way with you, Ivanka. But now, since I'm the god of this new world, you're my daughter, and I'm still going to have my way with you, Ivanka. Jeez. Trump Christ. thrust into Pence's tight asshole, both moaning in heated oh. pleasure. Oh, Mr. President, Mike gasped, stroking his hard wee-wee. Fuck me, Mr. Trump, fuck me until I'm a woman that we can finally be together. Pence came hard into his own hand, perhaps a sixteenth of a teaspoon of hot semen for his overlord. The most he had ever come for anyone, even Father Giuseppe. Oh, Ivanka, you're so tight and wet, Ivanka. Did your mother teach you this or are you just natural, just like her? What? Trump was a blur against Mike's anus, the wet slapping of skin so loud that it could be heard across a Trump house property. Trump came into Mike's eager asshole, unknowingly impregnating an egg that Pence had stolen from one of the now-dead breathers at the farms in the Midwest. Slaves were needed for work in their hometown's Trump factory, and Trump-Americans just weren't having enough babies on their own. Trump fell to his knees on the circle off his floor, his whole body quivering. Mike pulled out a syringe and stuck it into the great orange one's neck, enough bolt tranquilizer to put the overlord out for a few hours. Enough time for clingy pants to snuggle and clean up after the affair. Behind the door, this, this is the last paragraph. Behind the door, Melania sat crying. All she had asked for was a stable life and a green card. She could have never imagined this, any of this. 
She sat on the floor, her hushed cries reaching the ears of her son, Baron. He tightened his fists around the map of rebel bases he had planted around the country. Now was the time to strike. He didn't think his mother could take any more of this madness. Neither, in fact, could he. Plans in hand, his people geared up, ready to fight back. Baron was sure that he'd make the Bolshevik Revolution look like a game of hide-and-seek. The end. Wow, what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. That was not short. <laughs> it just kept going and going, huh? That's what Mike said. You know said. what? Uh, spin is canceled. It's not, it's not coming out. Just forget it. Forget everything we said. good talking to you guys <laughs> <laughs> oh man thank you so much for being on the show of course, man, it was great um it was a lot of fun please you're welcome back anytime that you'd like uh, come back. Big all, fan. all of our listeners please check out spin again it releases on july 21st uh you can own it in physical copy just order it from uh amazon or go to the, the book signing event yeah in uh in long island right yeah um but yeah or if if uh if if you would at the very least listen to the audiobook version of it we worked really hard on it and um and yeah i mean we, so we really did. hope that you enjoy it uh anything that you'd like to say before we wrap this off wrap this off that was weird. yeah i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go cut my ears off now <laughs> <laughs> because that was the worst thing I've ever <laughs> i'm gonna go curl up in a ball in my shower and turn into cold <laughs> just stay there all night <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm gonna drink myself so I can forget I read that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're all sick and for the first head now. Glad the, to know it. For the first time in my life, I will have trouble sleeping tonight. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You're getting ready for spin. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Know you what? All... I think I am gonna take that trip to Ohio and then just if there's an Applebee's or like a Chili's near you guys, just mm-hmm. meet me behind a dumpster. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have a jug of woolite. <laughs> or like bleach or something and we can just chug that together and <laughs> we've we've bonded over this experience yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you all so much for listening this has been the millennials podcast uh you can find us on uh soundcloud not soundcloud i don't know why i said soundcloud you can it's find us on, yeah yeah you can find us on uh on podbean which is our host site you can find us on itunes uh, Apple Podcasts, I think they're called now. Uh, Google Podcasts, or any, literally any podcast app that you can imagine, except for including SoundCloud. Spotify, because they don't hate you. Yeah, including Spotify. Exactly. You know, Spotify doesn't they hate, hate, they us hate me though. Uh, they'll love you. They'll learn to love you. <laughs> we'll make them love you. Oh God. <laughs> Just like Trump. Um, <laughs> Never say that again. <laughs> Um, if if you enjoy our content, uh, I, I don't see how you would after that. But if <laughs> you enjoy it. our content, please tell your you tell everyone. Don't tell your boss; we'll get fired. But uh, but tell tell don't everyone tell else. Don't tell uh, our boss either. <laughs> yeah, don't tell our boss either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, share us on on social media. Let us know that you're listening. Put us on your story. I'll send you a heart from the bottom of my heart. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Millennials Podcast, Facebook at Millennials, Twitter at Millennials, but don't follow us on Twitter because I never check it, and if you send a message, I won't see it. But this, again, has been the show. Thank you so much for joining us, B. John Gully. Yes, see you, you behind the dumpster. <laughs> I'll see you. <ya. laughs> Bye. Bye. Adios. Bye.